hi, hello, how are you, and how's it going? Welcome to the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Jorge. It's... I have nothing set for this intro. Really? Can't believe it. It's a new year, new, same podcast, same level of preparedness. Well, we'll see. We yes, we have not discussed any of many things that we need to discuss, but we are we're doing a movie that's on Tubi today. Yes, we're gonna get to that in a second. Absolutely. But I think I mean that's important, right? Because we're not. I, there's no. There, it's not that the streaming services are now active. Like since yeah, the striking stuff is over. I'm not saying that they're they're bad in that way. You're I'm not a bad these, person for having. <laughs> yes. No. But there's no. It's nothing like that. I'm just. The, the prices are too damn high. And, it's, and there's so much of it. Yeah, like, it's it's a true double-edged sword because it's like, man, there's all these streaming services and they're all getting more and more expensive. But the trade-off is like, like we've t- I think we've mentioned, the news of Warner Brothers Discovery is interested in swallowing like a fucking snake with an egg uh, Paramount as a whole thing, which would mean... Paramount Plus would go away, which would mean, oh, I have one less, I have one less streaming service to subscribe to, but it's at the expense of a giant conglomerate swallowing up another giant conglomerate. They'll just get more expensive, and we're (laughs) we're we're now hitting old school (laughs) prices for when you buy when you used to buy TV channels. You remember that? Oh yeah, we're getting the cable begun. The cable wars have again. Like yeah, it's it's truly bad. (laughs) Uh, Which. Putting it into perspective like that, it's not like it's that much to pay. But I'm just saying, as, as it's enough who, to notice. Like well, Netflix we is like podcast, seventeen dollars now or something. It's I, fucking it's, insane. It's crazy. But since we host a podcast that kind of expects people yeah. to have all these services, that's just no longer tenable to me. You know, correct. Like, I can't expect everybody to have all these services anymore. So things I'm thinking about in the future are perhaps like spending like a month being like we're only doing netflix today so you can get one netflix month of netflix month versus, and just like blast yeah. it out you know uh but for now i think i'm i'm gonna stick to the free services until we get that all ironed out i was gonna say i think the free services will always be available for us like we'll mm-hmm. always utilize them for stuff um yeah, and then we'll ads. listen just fucking can you use your eyeballs for a little bit longer yes do it because it's free, doesn't cost a direct bit of money. <laughs> yeah, you your, the purchasing s- power of your eyes have not uh, stopped or slow, like dropped and like the dollar. <laughs> you have a phone now. It's not like yeah. the old days where you, you have nothing look to down. do. Nobody can make you change the channel. You'll be like, nope, we're leaving it here. <laughs> we know what's on. It's anything that we want. And I'm gonna just look at my phone. All these ads are on. Correct. And if you if you fuck up and go, oh, I watched a little bit too much on my phone. And the, the more the movie happened, you can just go back. You know, it'll be fine. It's just right like there. TiVo. It's not it's TV like anymore. TiVo. Yeah. We're, we're, it's not you TV, had to it's TiVo. Is that what it was? Is that what the slogan was? I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it was, despite it precisely being an addition to television, because without television, it would not be TiVo. It would be useless. Did they go out of business? Are they? Probably. Did they, did they pivot into something else? My Is, guess did they off the top Netflix? of my head. No, they did not make Netflix. They did not. I, Devo tried to kill Blockbuster on two fronts and finally succeeded. I uh, the other thing I like about watching ads on things like Two TV is that they don't have that many, so they play the one, Correct. the same one to you over, over and over again. 
and that might seem annoying, but one, there's this really interesting thing where you get like they're often slightly different cuts of it. Yes. <laughs> and they never show you like the full one. They show you different <laughs> fragments of it. There's the so 15 time, and the 30, but never the 60. And you're like, what's happening? <laughs> but it's not even that. They yeah. they'll take different parts of it and com and combine it and not in different orders, but it's not like there's a flat 15 and a flat 31. Oh. It's like, let's include this part and this part and this part and leave this part out this time. Or let's oh try this one. God. I imagine <laughs> they're perhaps doing like A-B testing or something like that. Because I don't know why they would just do random cuts of it. But it's kind of cool. Like over time, you slowly build up what the full commercial is. Because you, yeah. <laughs> you never get it on, on the first one. Uh, the other thing <laughs> is if it's not doing that, I like to try to memorize the, uh, the ad down oh my god because then it's really funny when, gone you're, <laughs> when you're watching with somebody else and you just start speaking the ad aloud <laughs> it's it's, it's become a, a fucking well it's a fun way to pass the time while you're waiting for it to for yeah it it's to a good way down. to do it yeah okay i got some mentions this time we were gone for a few hey weeks. me too there you go most of these happened in like a week but it uh, really seems like a, a feast or famine situation over there yeah that's that's how i usually do it uh, I've been so when I'm on TikTok and somebody suggests a movie that seems cool, I'm like, yeah, open up a tab, leave it open. I've been uh -huh. wanting to close these tabs, so I've just been going through and trying to collect all these ones that <laughs> I never got around. I to, cannot imagine your tab situation. It's <laughs> honestly, this is one of the best services we can provide because they always show you like one tiny clip of it that makes it look really interesting. And yeah, you never know if it's complete garbage or not. And the most of these captions are, are always fucking weird too. Yeah. I don't know if that might that might be a YouTube Shorts thing instead of a tiktok thing but like the the channels that are like movie summations in like five minutes or whatever all of their clips are always like for this would be like the man knows that no one is around but is there and that yeah. that would be yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what the no, fuck are you TikTok talking too. about <laughs> i love it uh did you know um <laughs> yes oh my god so the first one, I think I, well, I watched this one first, but then uh, Parallel 2020 okay. on Prime. It's a group of friends who like run a startup and they find a uh, a mirror in a secret room of their house that allows you to go to an, a parallel dimension. I like. Uh, but like each time you go in. Uh, you're there for way longer than happens in our timeline. Okay. And when you come back and you go back in again, you go to a different parallel dimension. So there's no Ooh. there's no repercussions for what you do to each one of those parallel dimensions. Ugh. And you can earn a bunch of time just by being over there. And if you find like the right like it, not everything happens the same because it's slightly parallel dimensions. Yes, of course. But there's certain things you can like but they, they start like getting Stealing people's like artwork and stuff that is legitimately not being created in our universe, but then passing it off as their own and things like that, you know, like spending a bunch of time coding so they can finish their <laughs> app in time you know, immediately like. instead of. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was actually kind of interesting. I was, I was. Sounds like it, yeah. Yeah, um, it that's it's one of the the better you can hope that something with a plot like that has you know because usually it's very rare it's that something has that shit, good yeah. of an idea and then really executes it they have absolutely. no execution on it. they normally have no i think totally adequate cool like a reasonable smiley face very good 2067 uh from the year 2020 
on Hulu. If you had said from the year 2067, I was going to fucking flip my shit and go, you went through that mirror, no. didn't you? You fool. <laughs> this is one that I saw on TikTok a few times. He's got like, uh, it's the future and oxygen's all gone. So you have to like keep working to buy enough synthetic oxygen, but it makes ah. him like sick. And he's got to go into the future where they think humans have survived this plague that's about to wipe out humanity in order to find the cure and bring it back. You know, blah, 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 blah. Uh, It was not, it was not good. doesn't sound good. I don't don't even think it was worth the time, honestly. Um, So probably let's give it, let's give it a nauseous face. There we go. I love, see, listen. Start blasting some of those out. New, this is what I got to say. I was going to say new year. I want you, I want you to be in front of movies that you have to be mean to more often. Yeah. I want to bring some real stinkers onto this show so we can lambast them. I don't think we do that enough. I think we pick good movies and go, this movie's good. Or at worst, we go, this movie's pretty good. I don't know. Wanting to watch movies and then picking those. We're we're doing too much, like, already curated work. And we need to get back in the trenches like we're supposed to and help the people figure out about these movies that people already don't know that. Don't already know that. We got to trek through that mud to find those hidden gems. Yeah. Uh, the Swarm 2020 okay. Netflix. I watched it by accident because I meant to watch The Swarm 2023, which is a TV <laughs> series on the CW. Um, <laughs> they were both not so good. But Shock. What is it about? Better than 2016. The first Swarm is like a woman who uh, has a locust farm. Okay. And the locusts slowly start eating blood and getting stronger, more powerful, and breeding very quickly. And like the whole. Most of the movie was like fucking getting pretty good. I felt like we we're really heading Rolling, somewhere with it. Yeah. Very metaphorical, very like it's like that's with her and her family. You know, it was gonna. <laughs> we're about to get into some pre- prestige territory, but then you know it's just it's just a swarm of locusts. <laughs> Hell hath uh, no fury like a woman's swarm. Yeah, we, they can they can squeeze out with a smiley. The twenty twenty three series on the CW was like all the 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 sea animals start revolting against us stop it and all like the environmental stuff starts going really bad on us Ah. tidal waves and stuff and but there's like actively like crabs attacking people in like large swarms (laughs) and they're like we've figured out that we think that this was a targeted attack by the crabs and uh stop it so it it was better earlier on and then they just I'm... kept going harder and harder into like what the reasoning behind it was, and then like getting more action based. <laughs> they kind of fell apart. You are missing I mean, the reason why this is good. <laughs> um, I'll give it a nauseous face. There why we not? go. We'll there just, we go. Hit him out. Why not? Godzilla minus one. Yes. In theaters right now. Fantastic. Uh, I mean, it's a for Godzilla. It's a Ghost Skull Alien easy. Okay. For normal movies, probably a mystical. Damn. Yeah, I mean, it, it was feels like it could just be a ghost call. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, I, I gotta go see that. Yeah, for Godzilla, I gotta go. I have to do a double feature, and I can't believe I haven't done it yet. I have to do a double feature of Godzilla minus one and that fucking Night Swim movie that has still been haunting so my stupid dreams. Yeah, just because I want to know what it's about. I know. Um, I also because the TikTok started watching Pawn Stars and uh okay that's on hulu and that's that's uh that's <laughs> fantastic can't. that's that's ghost skull alien no you can't give it a- i'm giving pawn stars <laughs> a ghost skull alien you never know what is gonna walk through that how, door. Many, how many seasons of that show existed so way? they're still going I no think- that's a 
I'm just like, what are they First all? First season was like 2011, so oh. like, they're at least at like 16. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah, the the antics Pawn of stars. Rick, Big Hoss, and the old man. It's, it's timeless, Ryan. Like, you can, and these episodes are a flat 20 minutes, and you go through several items. Like, they have you know how 10 TikTok minutes for commercials. Usually, TikTok usually tries to tease you and like make you wait for a part two and you yes. have to watch forever. Yeah. Why well, I got captivated because even the TikToks are like, we there's no way to split this up. You just get the we whole can't. thing. You get to see like beginning and you know a whole. They can't whole even. Get. The, and that's how the episodes are. It's just like instant satisfaction. You're uh, like, oh, I do want to find out about that item and how much it costs and how much Rick is going to be willing to pay for it. Folks, please be terrified when in a subsequent episode I have a mention of Pawn Stars. I'm just just take just take a quick gander, you know. It was a sensation. Be very a... cautious when this turns into a Pawn Stars podcast. In its time, it was only behind the Jersey Shore in all reality. Uh, I hate that you know that. Yeah, I did do a lot of Wikipedia reading on. It's fine. No, no, that's fine. But like with you, it's like you didn't lie and make that up. You know what I mean? Like no. you wouldn't. You wouldn't I bring also that up. Sure. Well, I knew that one. Didn't you see somebody in concert? I saw or DJ I... Pauly D in <laughs> I saw him live. Yeah. yeah, it was not good. Of course. Not. What did you? No. It, well, I mean, I if he. He just was like, it even not Polly D good? Like was the guy before him was fantastic and played nothing but the hits. Okay. But then Polly D had it was supposed to start at nine. He didn't come on until after midnight, and everybody. Oh got my god! Completely fucking hammered because they just kept getting drinks, thinking while that waiting for you yeah. to come back, and so you don't want to lose your your spot in the crowd. So you gotta you know like, you look, quickly go back to your thing drink. and yeah. drink your whole yeah. It was getting straight up dangerous in there. People were were getting rowdy. <laughs> And uh, three hours to get on came stage. on, and I don't remember him so well. Um, but I noticed that wasn't any good. <laughs> he stank up the joint. <laughs> yeah. Egg, well, you know, he's got some making up to do, and he did not make up for it. <laughs> Listen, a man who shows up three hours late to his own concert—it's really tough to do. You know what I mean? Like, Lauren, yeah. Lauren Hill is an artist who is like notorious for barely, you know, not showing up to shows or showing up late to shows. To her credit, she's a really good artist, and when she does show up, she kills it. But you can't be going, I'm going to be moody and not show up to stuff or show up late, and then also perform poorly. Like, that's just bad showmanship. I just, I thought that, like, going to see somebody like that would be a lot more like, oh, I'm a small-time star. I only made it because of this stupid yeah, reality Yeah, I'm TV grateful. Show. for yeah. I should be here with my fans, who I love. I have that type of energy. <laughs> I'm here on time to have a good time with my fans. No. So I'm here to tell you, Polly D, kind of a schmuck. <laughs> Seems like the least schmuck <laughs> one of them on the schmuck. show. But uh, not so good. Hard cut to every clip of Paul E.D. on the show <laughs> looking like a monster. <laughs> He's okay. Unbelievable. What do you got? Uh, yes, I have two mentions. One is kind of horror, kind of not really. Um, it's by a director who did some horror before. Brawl in Cell Block 99 okay. starring Vince Vaughn. Um, I forget which streaming service it's on. I'm so sorry, folks. Um, you can go to thebloodystream.com to find out. Uh, <laughs> thank you for that. That was good. Um, very like intense, kind of like dour movie at times, but like had some fun violence and some good gore in it. Um, I would probably give it a smiley face. I think it was fine. Um, it was weird. 
but not in a weird way that I normally like. It was just like, oh, this is strange. Yeah. Uh, and I also watched Creep, which is on uh, Netflix. Yes. Did we not do an episode on that? We have not done an episode on that. Because this was my first time watching. <laughs> the fucking, the, what do you call them? The Dupless Brothers. Yes, it is Mark, I believe. Yeah, one of them is Is the one Mark. who does it. Uh, I like this movie a lot. I would give this a Mr. Cool. I was pretty, it's I very simple. That. It's very simple. It's honestly, I'm not going to lie, Jorge. It actually bumped up uh, Willow Creek for me a little bit. Uh, there were there was parts of this because it's it's very, you know, it's all yeah, tell me more. it's all perspective and, you know, stuff like that. Um, it really just I appreciated this so much. And my brain kind of went, yeah, you kind of liked that from Willow Creek, didn't you? And I'm like. Oh, I kind of did. You're right. Like that vibe or that thing was actually pretty good in both of these. Like it was a weird, it gave me like the perspective on it that bumped, that like softened my, my harder stance. I mean, harsher stance on um, Willow Creek. Like some of those scenes that are very tension holding, it's very important to watch it with somebody who's enjoying it the same way you are. Cause if you have somebody making jokes the whole time, it cuts that tension. And then you really see how like, you know how the absurdity of it yeah 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 Yeah, absolutely um but if you're in it you're like wow i want anything to release me from this tension that i'm holding and creep was fucking scary creep there's some really great unnerving simple stuff in it like honestly the scary stuff in it wasn't or like the the big scary moments of it weren't that scary to me it was a lot of the like side stuff that i was like Oh, that's not a good. Oh, ugh. like you just get like a yeah. chill up your spine all of a it's sudden. It's an like, uncomfy what the movie. Fuck? Yeah. yeah, I think it was very, very well uncomfy done. movie. I've heard good things about Creep too, but I don't think I got around to watching it. I tried to start it today, but the rest of the day got in the way, and I was like, oh, yeah. damn. Um, yeah, but yeah, cool. I hear it's more of the same, but rock and roll, yeah. great. <clears throat> what are we doing today? Today we're doing The Quiet Earth, 1985 on Tubi TV. I don't know yeah. if it's Tubi TV or just Tubi. I keep saying the Tubi website TV. is Tubi TV, uh, but I think the service just calls itself Tubi. Yeah. Well, Brian, what would you rate The Quiet Earth? Um, Ni- 1985. I would. I think I would give this a Mister Cool. I think for me, the first 35 minutes of this is the easiest ghost skull alien i've given in a while mm. um and again it's still a mr cool it's not that the rest of it is bad i just don't think it is as good as that first third of the film what about you i'm probably sitting at the same thing um this is a for for folks who don't know anything about this this was like one of those movies that was big shit back in its day yeah and like just did not make it out of its time period at all you're gonna see more of that as you get older right like you, there's like certain movies that we think everybody should know but it's and people like, like what the were, fuck movie yeah if you weren't in the target audience age during the time it came out then it just like gets lost you never time, saw you know? it yeah like you never thought about it again even if you saw the poster you'd be like oh eh, maybe i don't know yeah this is a yeah, true so cult film like i do think the quiet earth is is fantastic but it's it's competing against so this is more of a sci-fi than a horror in most it's ways, pretty much a way. sci-fi and listen to be completely honest let me get a little peek behind the curtain this is Tori. i have no problem adding sci-fi just as is because sci-fi is really good and devin and i are watching deep space nine right now uh the, the star trek series and 
Liv, we want to infect this with some more sci-fi. I'm never going to say no to that. Not That's that all I'm I, saying. I'm the one who brought up Quiet Earth. I, <laughs> it's not that I w- don't want sci-fi on here. <laughs> I just need something for the vi- to keep the vibes of the show correct. Because if yes. I go all the way to Star Trek, I ain't never coming back. Star Trek that, doesn't... You know? No, 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 no. I know I'm, I'll never be able to steer this shit back into our dark We would waters. never. Like, no, it would be. Uh, the, the Quiet Earth, just to... Y'all know what we're talking about is about a man that wakes up and is completely alone on Earth. There's nobody. Everybody seems to yes. have completely just disappeared in the moment overnight. Um, so we it have an a unsettling lot of like, story idea. Yeah. yeah, like like more like Twilight Zone style horror, right? Where it's that. I think this is. There's parallels to a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, it it. I would say it plays like a sci-fi, right? Like in atmosphere and attitude and all that mm-hmm. in sci-fi. The the actual events that are occurring are hard enough Harm, for me yeah. to like get it in, you know? I mean, the fact that there were moments when I was watching this going, man, 28 days later is a really good movie that yeah. <laughs> Danny Boyle, if he didn't watch some of this, that's amazing that they just did similar things here. Like, right. Yeah. I, I could, I could even see bumping this up. But I think, like I said, it's like during that time period, they're coming out with like the best sci-fi ever. I mean, I think that's why it's 1985. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they didn't. This one didn't quite cut through the, the chaff. Is that what you say? What is chaff? Sure, it's the, the 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 phrase is usually separate the wheat from the chaff. So wheat from the chaff, which is to you know separate the weak from the strong, et cetera, something like that. Um, What's chaff though? I don't know. I've it's something related with wheat. With it is wheat. something Jesus. that comes with wheat, yeah. The husks of corn or other seeds separated oh. by winnowing or threshing. Gotta get that chaff off. There we go. Some warnings for the quiet earth. And this is... Maybe... Is there a word for, like, reverse warning? Where you're like, <laughs> this is a plus. <laughs> I will tell you right now... I will give you one spoiler before the spoiler configuration... And that is the first shot of this movie is full dong yes. of the main character. They're packing heat. Presented proudly <laughs> on stage for your viewing pleasure. Multiple which times. <laughs> immediately bumps this up. Easy. You know, at least up to Mr. Cool. Say. Like, we're already riding a ghost. Like, at this point, we're Ghost Skull Alien territory. You, you know? You've fully infected my brain when watching a film <laughs> because when I started this, I went, Oh, hey, penis, that's great. And I went, what the fuck is wrong with you? This is the power of Just talking about things that should happen. Other people come to, normalize to the same it. way, you normalize it, and then you're like, yeah, there should be more penises uh, in, in movies. It's not that yeah. you want to see the penis. I do, but you Honest, don't need to want to see the penis. There's just normal, like, because there there's also, there's at least exposed butt. I don't remember if there, I, yeah, there are, there are breasts as well. Like, there's just nudity in this film that is yeah, there. And it's normal. Yeah. It's not like, oh my god. Well, it's the the '70s, '80s sci-fi Dude. vibe <laughs> is very horny. Always like they the movies put in just like blank nudity that's not that horny. Yeah. But like the books, people are banging left and right. Gene, again to just to to put a point on it, Devin brought up with Star Trek of just going. Gene Roddenberry was horny, so that means Starfleet and the Feder- United Federation of Planets is the horniest <laughs> group of people out in the galaxy. <laughs> I, if anybody doesn't know, I'm a great. great lover of the Foundation series by Isaac yes. Asimov. And 
it starts out so good and generation spanning and like this whole like focus on society and mm-hmm. he starts it in the 50s and doesn't finish he goes he goes through the whole series and then comes back and does prequels like all throughout the rest of his life basically gotcha and by the end of the writings he's an old man and you watch these books get more and more horny and more and more <laughs> there's like there's several books where there's like a young dashing space adventure and his old man friend who gets to bang like the galactic <laughs> mind thing, you know, like his old he just put himself in it to, get to be horny. With, yeah, it's and then the last book or two are like these horrible like reflections on old age and death. I mean, honestly. Hey. like you can see a lot of that that man's vibes and yeah, throughout those. He's such books. an but insanely also, prolific writer. Yeah, but he's also a creep. So yeah, I mean, what are you gonna put do? him up too high? <laughs> Uh, actual go. warnings for the quiet earth. I mean, technically, a lot of animals die, but you don't have to see it for the most part. No, I don't think you see any animals die. Um, Not that I remember. I am. Oh, there's there's definitely some transphobia in this. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. Not so much in like a direct mocking of, but like they do the the old timey thing where anybody who cr- who goes like quote associating with madness yeah. must want to put on a dress, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so like not not a good representation of uh, mental health or but not an explicit like yeah an implicit sort of um, yeah not not any phobic, no yeah. no like no there's there's a slur or two in there there is oh yeah. you're right yeah. in you're reference right. to he's like self-deprecating making fun of himself but by comparing himself to yeah, other people and using right, words right. for that yeah so right. watch out for all that that might not be your vibe just it keep is, that in mind yeah it is not like a one second scene you know like it's not a major no. part of the movie either but like you do have to sit in a little while yeah it's careful for that uh the vibe is it's a 1985 sci-fi movie <laughs> it's made in new zealand so we have a little bit of a different tinge to it but it's mostly the same as like what we got here correct um i would definitely say leans closer to the earlier half of the decade like it's not um mm, yeah 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 we were you know what we're I mean? still it's we a mad max up in there sort of stuff yeah like um in terms of that vibe there's definitely some 70s influence in there still it's not the neon um and the sort of it's not back to the future i'll say that it's just not back to the future like yeah. that clean sort of ridiculous sort of stuff because um, we're also we're not like in the future really it's i think yeah. in, in this movie it's meant to be like present day it's only sci-fi in that it's science is fiction <laughs> yeah. correct yeah exactly uh no real jump scares in this i think and should you watch the movie first i mean yeah i think yeah i should so. i this is one of those ones that just like when I started watching it, because it's not one that everybody knows about, I'm like, I literally don't know what is going to happen, you know? I liked knowing, along. not knowing where it was going. I like being being inside of this movie and experiencing as it wants it to happen. Not, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, yeah. it even though the plot doesn't matter, quote unquote, it's better to experience it that way, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think that holds your interest while like the rest of what's going on really sinks in because like you're yes. right the plot is not like the most important <laughs> important part of this by far uh but that that interest hold i i love personally 100 so. let's get in there absolutely sitting on our mattress doing a sensual thumb circle to open the spoiler configuration <laughs> 
open to full dong. Dongs. We get a nice 12 a.m. Sunrise. The sun darkens for a moment and a red light surrounded by darkness is briefly seen. Oh, this is the intro. Are on, you just the, reading the just what reading are you doing? Wikipedia. Stop reading Wikipedia. We Zach Hobson is a scientist. Employed. No, what are you doing? Um, I all right, hate so this. This guy, we just, we, we like the first actual shots are some like space stuff, like space planet, like scenery stuff going on. That doesn't make any it's sense. It's just a great, like, it's just a, it's presumably the sunrise, but it's like the, the sky is a little bit red instead of the typical sort of thing so i think it's a little bit different there but that's just all over the opening credits yeah then we get this i feel uh, like i'd get much more from that watching it a second time because the first time those things, i'm always like i am i've completely forgotten about them by the time that anything is unveiled you know exactly yes fully it completely feel the exact same way um yeah but no no like flash forward or anything no it doesn't it doesn't it's it's well done no and, it keeps you yeah it does exactly what you want it to do when this sort of thing happens, which is it really keeps the limited perspective. It keeps you with our main guy, Zach Hobson for, as he is figuring out the situation around him. And the leading into when we first see, see Zach is like, they're, they're being like, yeah, we're a good movie. (laughs) In this era, because we don't watch as many movies from this time period. I don't watch as many movies from this time period. I'm like, dude, maybe. Hey, it, you seem when, like when it. movies do it now, I'm like, if you're not about to hit me with something I already know is like going to be fantastic, I don't believe you for one second. <laughs> you're lying because everybody but knows that. It's just pretend. like you get to see all of the branches of different things that we tried, you know, that did not go full mainstream. And Correct. In school. But we see Zach with his full dong hanging out. He's just waking up in bed. <laughs> he seems a little off, but uh, he starts wandering around, and I, I, won't, I won't go you sends you through every step of the way but yeah he, he, he starts to explore and the such a large portion of the first part of the movie is like completely silent like he's not talking yeah. to anyone like he no doesn't dialogue for a say while. he doesn't say anything for the first five or six minutes and even then it's sparsely put in there for the next half an hour like yeah you you already know it's called the quiet earth right and you read the little synopsis <laughs> so you so know that there's that. nobody here that's why you're watching the movie but he's not acting like that and you're like i know that's what's happening and you can't even i don't even think you can identify exactly when he's realized that there's nobody there because he plays it straight like a human yeah. just like being like a guy going this is weird yeah just like walking around inspecting because like yeah you wouldn't start outwardly acting weird with nobody there for a while right correct yeah you're not gonna start being like oh my god did all of the people disappear (laughs) i made my parents disappear any i made my parents disappear um i would i would immediately kevin McAllister. i would run around if an if a block was empty and quiet for 30 seconds i would go is everybody got and immediately somebody <laughs> would respond to me going yes no nobody's nope we're all still here um uh, yeah he so we see him go into a laboratory and like through mostly just implications we find out at the beginning that he's a scientist and works for some company and i didn't even notice he has his id tag on his body at right. the beginning of the film 
I completely, I saw there was something I, yeah, on I him. I didn't realize that. Listen, there was something distracting me. There was something with one eye that was. I didn't of, even know he had a shirt on. <laughs> he was nude. He had an ID. He just had like okay. a a lanyard on. Lanyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. That's crazy. I know. <laughs> That's. We'll come back. Don't audience remind yes. us to talk about the lanyard in a, set, in a, a little bit later. Uh, he's wandering around. <laughs> he gets around. to his lab, yeah. Yeah, he gets to his lab. We do get some implications that the lab potentially has something to do with it because it is like mm-hmm. kind of a futuristic lab, and he is like able to go to the computer and start typing stuff in and be like, nobody's responding accessing to files, me. yeah. Uh, and it, we get we finally like fully confirm he's like that there's nobody. It doesn't seem to be anybody left on Earth, and he seems to have accepted that, and so now or understood that that is the concept of the world that he finds himself yes. in, right? So he starts doing a bunch of stuff like leaving giant signs everywhere and recording a message on a radio station telling That's everybody where to repeat. find him. <laughs> and it's a short message, and he's like, my name is blah, 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 blah. I'm at this address. Please come find me. You know? uh, Please and he spends bring, a while. give me a call. And <laughs> you're like, dude. Yeah, he's still being very cordial in old world. And... It doesn't take long before he's like, fuck it. And then he just decides to start enjoying his time in, in the quiet earth. We truly, we, we move from this is a serious thing. We, it's honestly, uh, it moves like um, a little bit like Dawn of the Dead does. Where it starts off as I'm taking this seriously. I'm confused by the situation. And then once I've gotten my grips on the situation, I will now have more fun with the reality that society, as it was previously structured, those rules are over and there are no consequences for me handling property that was not assigned to me. Like, he he drives, this was like, I don't want to say sacrilegious, but it was like a disturbing moment for my brain to watch a car drive around a mall for a little bit i was like that feels fundamentally I that. wrong i love like this is great I, my brain doesn't compute what i just watched even though it's a car driving through a mall <laughs> um uh, it, yeah i, I want to remind everybody this is new zealand by the way that everything's happening yes so there's gonna be a few few reasons why that's important more particularly later but in this initial part when he's still driving around normal cars the driver's side is on the opposite side of us americans it's on the uh, wrong side it's on the right <laughs> side actually and yet uh, I, in a twist it's but on then the when wrong he, side when he gets the fancy car the wheel is actually on the left side. yes it must be like an american import i don't know anything about cars anybody else probably would have immediately been like that's a fucking that doesn't make mustang. it mustang oh that's a, that's a me 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 me, me 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 that's a <laughs> fucking lamborghini mustang <laughs> Uh, it's, a big so, old it's a horse car. <laughs> I do want to take this moment also to mention the TV show The Last Man on Earth. Uh, Will oh, Forte, with Will yeah. Forte. Yeah. The that, that lots shows. of lots of that show is him at having fun with nobody being there, and then that one's truly and, absurd. Uh, very absurdist. There's. It's extremely uncomfortable to watch because he is such like a bad man at the beginning in like such a creepy, <laughs> weird way, and so him encountering other people is like a huge problem. Yes, but I, if you stick with it, particular like I kind of have to get people through the first season because it's too okay. uncomfortable for them. But like it only like I, 
absolutely love this show. This is like an okay. easy ghost school alien for me. It's probably one of wow. my favorite TV shows of all time, honestly. Okay, okay. I think uh, I've watched the first episode. I watched most of him being Yeah, it's got him like himself. being in like in a margarita pool and <laughs> yeah, like, <exactly>. yeah, <laughs> things like that. Bowling uh, with like ridiculous items. I forget what it was, but like No, there is like that. there's so much more complicated situations to it than you think and so much more meaning to it to be found and I it's, love it. it's uh, unlike anything i've ever seen honestly fuck yeah okay so just in case anybody wants to go down that path that's the mode that this guy is in right now our boy zach yes. hobson zach hobson why does that name sound familiar zach hobson is it he was, I'm the main, of, he was the main character in this movie, The Quieter. What's the name <laughs> of that Fast and Furious movie? Something in Hobbs? Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Yes, okay. I feel like maybe that actor plays a Hobson in some movie. Hobson. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. Were you, were you thinking of Calvin and Hobbs? I was not. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. <laughs> he does this for a while. Good bit. He's like yes. moved on to a mansion that he lives in now, and he yeah. changes his radio thing, which is now a lot more like joyous and making fun of mm-hmm. things. And he's just like playing, and he's like, "I moved to this place." And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, there's a very good um, edit. Uh, there's a very good smash cut of him playing with trains in the mall to him <laughs> operating a real train around the country. Like it's a, that's a very good and effective like showing of the escalation of his absurdity and the true emptiness of the world like yeah he starts operating a fucking train <laughs> i always think about i get nervous when people drive around cars in these worlds because mm-hmm. it's i'm always thinking like yeah everything could be dope for a little while until you get into any sort you, you inflict any serious damage on your body and then you have nobody you're done like, that's so sad to just die alone on Earth because you did something stupid and there's no Because you broke your you leg. Up. Yeah, exactly. Something that like, would be, like, yeah. completely fixable if there was anybody with any minute medical knowledge. Yeah. It's horrifying. An infection is suddenly, again, the scariest fucking thing you can yeah, get. Yeah, like. go full back to the Dark Ages, even though you're surrounded by technology. Yeah. <laughs> uh, interesting, like, what we need out of, like, skills from human beings, right? For sure. Anyways, he eventually he's having fun and stuff and then just like on a dime turns and you see how fucking another another great like his descent into madness um is it's a little fast for me it's definitely it 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 kind of the momentum it gets makes it roll down the hill like it's like rolling downhill like it starts off whatever and then it very quickly picks up that speed um, I love it because there's a great another little bit of editing choice an editing choice where he's playing pool with himself and he started to do voices. He's doing oh, yeah, yeah. Hello, it's me, and then oh I really think you can't make that, whatever. Yeah. And when you know it's getting the way you can it shows you the escalation of this again to something more severe than it is, is when he's first doing it, he's just walking back to back and forth to each pool cue and saying the lines differently, then it gets to a point where they're doing cuts between himself and himself, and you're like, that's not good. 
this this edit has triggered a feeling in me that he is separating from himself and this is bad and he's not feeling well anymore. So That's probably honestly the correct way to look at it. Yeah. I was just sitting there thinking about like, oh, so smart that they show us that he's walking back and forth That's before cr- doing the cut so that we know that it's just him. <laughs> That's, they want you to know it's just him. I know. I just, yeah, you're right that there's you probably more significance were, behind you that. You were yeah. right there. You had half of it. You know, you don't catch all of them. Yeah, I forget. I forget that he is like disassociating and like desperately yeah. wanting other people while he's still joyous. And then it, mm-hmm. it comes a breaking point where he is now miserable because he doesn't have anybody else. Again, they're they're going into there's a whole like second half to this movie that's very different than all this. So we're like condensing some of this more than I would like probably. Yeah. Like it because he goes kind of quickly into being. I like the term madness because it's not. Obviously, it's not like he has mental health issues. It no. is like old school movie madness. Right? Exactly. That is what's happening. Um, I don't know so if he, there is another phrase for it, but I, I, yeah, anyway. Yeah, he assigns himself. there. No, there's not because it's supposed to be the same thing. It isn't oh, wrong. Oh, no. You know, right? It's supposed to be insanity. But that's <laughs> not what insanity is. <laughs> but it is not. Because, yeah. uh, but he assigns himself president of the United States. And you can see he's now president of the world. Of the world. Sorry. Uh, he's now talking to him. I, yeah, why would he be president of the United States if it's in Australia? New Zealand. It's in New sorry. Zealand. It's not even. Oh my God! I'm falling apart. Okay, you're fine. Point is, he's president of the world now. He's a haunting monologue about that. By the way, like, why shouldn't I be president? <laughs> Truly of the world? horrifying. His talk about I wrote it down myself, just looking it over, and his like reconciliation with what he's done because he's a part of this project that he assumes is what blew up the you know killed everybody and that's sorry him, that's extremely yeah. important that he starts yes. revealing a little bit about that he's involved with the pro like he thinks he's found out why it's happened probably and that it was his company and that he should have said something about it and he didn't his company which is part of a worldwide power grid yeah so which is what i was, was realizing yeah contact other people was other like it says like of this, washington yeah. negative tokyo negative london negative like it goes through it, I love it because it goes through a bunch of major Ameri- like a bunch of major world cities, and then it starts losing some steam. So you get like Toledo negative, and you're like, well, "Was anybody in that one? Huh? Was I mean, anybody I'm there?" I'm sure Zach was would have taken Toledo. You know, <laughs> he would have taken anybody saying positive. Um, he does say the line, "I've been gagged by the vomit of my own corruption," and uh, it's he also has the line, "I've been condemned to live." And it's just like, yeah, that's you watch him and you go, oh, my, this guy's a good actor. He's fucking, (laughs) yeah, he's an amazing actor and he's dropping some fucking sick, nasty dialogue. Really drops some fire in there. This is one of those movies where people do monologue, but the monologues are so good. It's all good. You're like, it's fine. Yeah, It's like the village, you know. (laughs) Is it? (laughs) Anyway, yes. It's a benchmark for good monologues. I don't know. Honestly, the big part, the big and it makes sense because you kind of have to do this to make the rest of the movie work, but his, like, return from madness, from his bout of madness, um, was the more jarring thing for me because it's truly, like, he puts the shotgun in his mouth and he's like, I'm ready to go, and an explosion, like, catches his attention. Then they hard cut to him in the, like, jumping out of the ocean and running away, cock-swinging, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. more, it was more team. To- it was fuck. It was hang. You know, it was a fucking sundial or a fucking grandfather clock situation going on. Anyway, um, 
which it reminds me, folks, not the penis thing, but uh, folks, if you're sad, if you're feeling bummed out and you haven't, just take a shower. It'll help, I swear. It'll help. It's not a, it's not a cure-all, but it'll help you get going. It's good for you. If you're feeling sad and a little blue, just take a shower. See where you're at after that. If it's late, go to sleep. If it's late, go to sleep. And if you're hungry, eat. Also, see a therapist. Drink water and Drink see a therapist. I'm t- listen, I'm not talking about big things here, like th- I'm I'm saying the basic oh, stuff like little, to get you blue. up if you're yeah. feeling yeah, if you're like I don't know if you're going I don't I don't know why, but well, I'm feeling kinda bummed just out. A quick little fix, have a drink. Anyway. Finally Yes. Go. Uh he gets to a third location where he is now like prepping more, like he's buying seed, he's buying He's getting seeds from the store. Like, he's proactive, ready to live his life on this earth by himself when a woman with a gun appears and threatens him and then goes, it's a fake gun, and they hug. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh, this is a delusion. My man has completely checked out. And no, she's real. There's another person on this earth. I didn't even think it was a delusion for a second because, like, the way the movie treats them seeing each other... And the way that they don't talk and then just, like, embrace so hard is because it's, like, they've both just been alone and are so fucking happy to see anybody else. I really did appreciate that because I feel like, honestly, I feel like an American movie with its American ideals would be very individualistic and be like, hey, everybody watch out. I've got what's, you know, like, the standoffish automatic apocalypse, like, feeling to it. This is, like... Oh, thank God, a person. Oh, hell yes. Perfect. Great. Thank you. Um, We're the best I, of friends now. Did I talk about Leave the World Behind as a mention on a different episode? You did. Yeah. Um, I still was think there that some... movie's fantastic. I'm just okay. reflecting on that one. That's another one where they, a large part of the, like, the the point of that movie is that, like, in, in cinematic discussion, like, the whole take care of yourself and hoard supplies versus working with other people. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Like, a, like a large narrative idea of it. But I, I, I just saying, I still think the movie's fantastic. It's good to know. Yeah. Might even bump up for me from a Mr. Cool. I think I gave it. I gotta watch movie. that now. I gotta watch that now. Uh, yes. They're, they're now happy together. Talking. Mm-hmm. They're just like staying up all night talking. We don't rush right into romantic expectations, which no. I love. And, she falls asleep while he's talking to her about something serious, and then he does a whole like battle with himself about whether yeah. to touch her, touch her tit, or to just like tuck her in and let her sleep and move on, you know. And yeah. he chooses to be a good boy. But I love watching that desperation in him and like see his conflict and like they really continue to push him forward as a flawed yeah. character who is trying to do better, but is like I yeah. I like that. Well, it gives him that complex, that depth of it. He's not like. There's the reality of, oh my God, this is the, this is for all I know, the only woman left on the planet. Yeah. My fucking, the ape part of my brain is going, reproduce immediately, quick help. And my fucking actual brain is going, hey, let's, this is a person. We got to fucking relax, dude. Yeah. So that and fight movie, and to have him do the right thing is also great. Like, Yeah, a movie where he's been hanging dong, like the, the sex is on our minds, right? Like whether yes. or not they're going to be an item. And I think that's just a great way to, for him to be like, yes, this is also on my mind. I am desperate for this. But, but the kind of person I was and still am is not somebody who would do anything weird. Untoward. Exactly. Very good. Uh, yeah. Love it. 
So they continue just kind of having fun and start. She starts helping him like look for more people because now mm-hmm. they both have confirmed that there, if there's two, very high there chances at least more, one yeah. more, right? So they start mostly just spending their days driving around, trying to go out, like half gathering supplies, half leaving messages and trying to find other mm-hmm. people. Uh, they do eventually become an item, and I think yes. the way that they get there is like sweet and natural and fun. Yeah, it's very nice. There's a and, very fucking funny scene where she's they're in a motel because they're heading out through the rest of New Zealand, and she comes in, gives him breakfast in bed. It's very nice, and she, you can see she's got a top on, you know, like she's she's dressed up as you know like a maid or when you're joking around. And she she's like, sorry, love, the crumpets are, you know, off or whatever. And she goes to leave and she has no pants on. So you just see her bare ass and he notices and spills the entire breath. Like, <laughs> full, like, humana, humana, humana. <laughs> he screams because he drops the, uh, coffee. the coffee on his penis, which is once again exposed. <laughs> it's just, yeah, like, that scene was actually funny and charming in this because everything came about in a like wholesome and sort of true way like it wasn't just let's put this on the screen to titillate it was let's put this on the screen to show human connection with each other and how it can manifest in multiple ways yeah they don't show their sex scene they cut right up until they're about to become an item and then they cut to right afterwards which is Mm -hmm. what we're referring to the uh zach hobson's actor's name by the way is bruno lawrence i figured I thought you were going to say Zach Hobson's penis. <laughs> it was uh, time to give him a little, yeah, a little something. I don't, I don't know him from anything. No, but neither do I. The uh, the love interest is Joanne or Joan? I forget. I think it's Joanne. Joanne, uh, played by Allison Rutledge. Also, don't know her from anything. No. And they're so they're looking for people. They split up to cover more ground. And now Zach finally has the encounter with a third person with mm-hmm. gun, guns being a factor, right? And, like, them not knowing if they can trust each other because he is – first he tells him that it's – our third person is named Op, – Op, was it Oppie? Oppie or P, uh, Oppie? I think uh, they pronounce it Oppie. Yeah, I'm remembering played by correctly. Pete Smith. Yeah. Um, Oppie is black. Which immediately you're like, uh-oh, I don't know how New Zealand's going to handle this, right? Yeah. So Oppie shows up. He's got, like, a fucking submachine gun and <laughs> immediately is able to, like, disarm Zach. And he's yeah. like, are you with anybody? And Zach's he traps like, no. him. He does yeah, a, he does, he, he does a he whole He sets trap. up a series of cars, yeah. Yeah. And Zach's like, I'm not with anybody. And then Joanne immediately hits him up on the walkie-talkie. Breaker, breaker, so, I'd like to give you some dramatic tension by calling at this opportune, <laughs> inopportune time. <laughs> Oppie, who was about to, like, not be aiming his gun at him the whole time, now doesn't trust him. And so yeah. they they move on that way, still, like, with Zach as his prisoner, basically. We don't know where Oppie's going to take this thing, right? I was going to say... He's wearing I... a cool, like, like the old school <laughs> uh, Black Panther jackets, but, like, in green. Yes. Um, yeah, like, yeah, the military yeah. style... And when he he makes Zach take him to Joanne, mm-hmm. and they all three of them like get close to each other, and they do the same thing where they don't say yeah. anything, and then Oppie lowers his gun, and then they all hug each other very tenderly. <laughs> and I'm like, that's 
fucking awesome. Whew. Like Oppie was really just trying to make sure he wasn't gonna get fucked first. Yeah. But now that you can see that it that everything is above board, he's like, Yeah, dude, we're gonna be friends. Like yeah. we're the which last very, three people on earth. I strongly prefer that over let's just go like immediate walking dead different society conflict. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the point of this movie. No. The three of them continue on. They're there's a little bit of them just doing normal stuff, but immediately we have the situation where we know Oppie and Joanne are getting closer to each other. Um we hear more about what they're their situation and we find out that the reason and this is like your last time to get out on some more spoilers the reason all three of them are still alive is because they were all technically dead at the time of the event which is Mm -hmm. i'm not going to try to get into the science of it there's a weird science thing that causes pulsations and like you can tell when it's like coming up the effect is what they refer to it as yeah so uh oppie was he his one of his, his best friend's wife was in love with him and he denied her and she killed herself. Yes, I forgot to mention suicide gets mentioned quite a bit in in this film. I probably should have added. Yeah, there's attempts at it. There's yeah. <laughs> uh, there's successions to it. There's I mean, success. How it, yeah, <laughs> you're right. That's a good point. Uh, so Oppie gets killed by his friend. He gets drowned by him, and yes. he happens to As be dead the when the effect happens. And the effect brings people who are like who are currently i don't know if it's that they're they've died temporarily so when they they manage to avoid the effect while they're dead and they they come back normal or the effect actually brings you back to life i think it brings you back to life i think so i thought it was the other way at first but i'll get to why i think it's that you get brought back to life uh joanne was i don't know why i don't know how she was dead actually i don't remember uh i think she had she slipped I think she had like an electric. Flipped I think the, she was in the shower. It was electric. It was electric. And shock. she had an electric. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, she had electric shock. And yeah. um, Zach holds off for a little bit, but we find out that it was that he knew what his company was doing was like really dangerous and horrible. really bad, and yeah. he was too much of a coward to try to stop them, and so he literally took sleeping uh, pills. Sleeping pills. Because he couldn't deal with the guilt anymore, which I Correct. love as like the situation that he's in. And for sure. Really, the. It brings back the line, like, I've been condemned to live. Um, so he's just sitting Truly there with, like, horrifying. is this hell? <laughs> like, do I actually just straight up deserve this for what I've done? So they're sitting with that. Oppie and Joanne are, are chilling because they didn't actually, like, they didn't kill themselves. You know, Zach is the one that is, like, being very <laughs> like, I about it. wanted to leave, and I can't anymore. <laughs> this is bad. And he sees that Oppie and Joanne are getting closer to being a romantic item and he's, yeah. he's struggling with his own jealousy about it, but he's also like, you can tell trying to be good about it. You know, this is a little bit more nuanced he's, than normal things where they're either super jealous or super good. Right. Yeah. He he's clearly very jealous about it. Up. and He's doing his damn best to like get it under control. Yeah. He's trying to like address it so that it is not a thing. Um, but it is t- like, it is a true struggle. By the way, I am pretty sure he, uh, Peter Smith or Pete Smith, uh, is Maori, which is the indigenous Polynesian people of. That is the area. Just for clarification, like he's darker skinned. I just wanted to bring that up in terms of. Yeah, yeah. So this uh, is why I kept mentioning that it's in New yeah, Zealand yeah. because, like, it is something I want to talk a lot about. That is that Abi is Maori. Okay. Um, 
that does like when so the racial classifications are usually different than ethnic backgrounds which is why you won't gotcha. see Copy that. Hispanic okay. on a form anywhere because it's not like actually considered a race, right? It means like you're coming from a Hispanic country. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, because they'll say – they'll specify about Hispanic or non-Hispanic, and mm-hmm. then they'll do racial yeah. clarification. So like, okay, example, yeah, oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, my, gotcha. My race is actually mestizo, and they don't have that on forms. I don't know why, but like yeah. so I – the races that they list, are, I'm not actually there. You're like, <laughs> I got nothing for you. Uh, same thing with Help. like uh, a group of people that are often ignored are Afro-Latino people because they yeah. are both black and Latino. Latinx. Mm. Uh, so it's people are usually they're double just like, well, you're black, you know, or if they're not black enough, like you're Latinx and that's it. You know, yeah, like, people are not treated with respect when a lot of it comes down to the way that you appear to other people is how they treat you. And that's where a lot of your lack of privilege comes from. I see what you're saying. Okay. So that's okay. why I'm saying that Thank Abby you. is no, black uh, as well as Maori. But the, yes. the Maori part is very important because a lot of the dialogue that he brings to the table now has to do with, he is a lot more connected to the earth and is mm-hmm. a lot more against like what society has done to people and like very against the fact that Zach at all. What Zach is with this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which I think is so cool that they're doing this in 1985 because, yeah, yes, Zach is struggling with the guilt of what he's done, but then they also show a character that's like, yeah, you should be struggling with you're that right. guilt. Yeah, you're no, right. <laughs> normally, when we have a white character struggling with guilt, we only put it into like, and that's all that matters. This is the perfect white guy because I was, he feels yeah. guilty about what he did. You know? I was going to say, or and worse, worse still they'll a lot of times they'll put in a person of color to absolve the white right. person of their guilt and say, Hey man, you're trying to do the right thing now. So everything's good. And it's like, okay. I mean, what Oppie are we absolves doing? What? Him like, 0%. Correct. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's a great part where you realize that you have settled into like, yeah, Zach's the boss. And he, yeah, and he tries to like impose his authority over Oppie at one point, and Oppie's like, "Oh no, we are done with that. Zach, like, that 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 world is long gone." I was like, gonna say, there's a very that's a very it's a weird, it, it's an interesting like um, cross section of approaches to race and sort of that like those sort of um, structures that were implemented in the old world as it is, because Zach is just like on its face is just talking about going maybe we should figure this thing out maybe this science can be stopped you know we can do whatever because he started to notice they have an incident where a quasi effect happens and they get they experience very fun video effects um on each of them and editing and stuff so he's like oh we should try to go figure this out so he starts like moving that way and just sort of like issuing out commands and stuff and Oppie brings it up from that perspective of like the white boss left with everyone else. I'm not just the guy that gets pushed around by this. Yeah. Um, it was very interesting watching that sort of collide in that way um, and how it understandably led to like a brief sort of flare up of conflict. There, there's a power struggle there. Yeah. And- the, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, and I'm not going to pretend to be an authority on this. I mean, I'm looking at Wikipedia page Please. right now. But I, the uh, the Maori people are like indigenous Polynesian people that live on New Zealand. 
Yes, exactly. And I don't, I'm not reading this here. I just, I, I know that there is a very fraught history with them, much as there is with any indigenous people yeah. on any landmass, right? Like the colonialists always like have done great harms to them. And yeah. it's, it's like a whole, there's always a situation over rights and land. And I don't know the details here, but like, so it's both Oppie being black and Maori. He's got like very, you know, clear ideas of, the world that are very different than what I think they were normally presenting in 1985 for a sci-fi film, you know? Probably, yeah, for sure, I would say. So, I love that. And that's that's going to be a huge part of what I want to talk about more towards the end, which is, like, what the point of this movie is, right? Yeah. Uh, so, they're all struggling with that. And, like you said, like, what Zach is saying is there's going to be another event. Mm-hmm. And they need to figure out when and what to do about it. And John and Oppie are, you know... They, Zach is just <laughs> trying to get it to them, but they're preoccupied with other things, and then he gets too aggressive with it, and then there's like a yeah. couple misunderstandings that gets into a whole dangerous like car chase and level of aggression before they come back together. Honestly, that li- literally watching them, watching this sort of triangle fall apart to miscommunication and like. I guess emotional priority would be the only way to put it um, without like poo-pooing anybody. Cause I don't, I think everybody was make sense for what they were doing. Yeah. But like watching that fall apart was just like legitimately, I was like, no, 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 no. Don't fight. Don't fight. Don't fight at all. And then thankfully they result, like they're able to resolve it or at least um, settle that tension down. And you want them to all be yeah. friends. And we, that's the we, thing. Yeah. We start just get like approaching really interesting discussions that like might happen in radical circles, right? When there's like hard work to be done because Zach is the one who knows like pretty much objectively what the most important thing is because there's like a, a whole yeah. science like galactic event that is about to happen. In, in terms of survival priority, stopping yeah. the thing that annihilated everybody off of the planet from happening again would be a good idea. Yeah, and but in this small set of scenes, he prioritizes that over proper communication and other people's emotions. Yeah. So by doing that actually hurts his own cause and breaks down communication and disallows like cooperation to happen effectively. Yeah. And so that's something that we see in radical circles when people care too much about like what the goal is and start to forget the people that they need mm-hmm. to work with. Uh, and the whole point of the goal is the people, right? So, like, what's yeah. the point of making everybody survive if you're going to treat them like shit? Now, um, now Zach just got a little fired up because he's like, this correct. is really fucking important. You're he not went, hey, listening to me. Yes. But. Um, I do also want to note that the other things happening is Pete, or excuse me, Oppie, um, going, hey, you know, you're pretty cool, Joanna. Joanna's going, hey, you're pretty cool, too. I sure hope. What do you have anything weird in your background? I killed my friend's wife. <laughs> just oh, I never want to talk to you again. I literally, if you're the last man on earth, I don't want to speak to you. And then like ten minutes later, like actually, you know what? I'm fine. You were good. We're yeah. actually fine. Like he, he says it in the most <laughs> obscure. We don't know yet about the whole exactly. situation. With his he says wife. it like th- that's the that's why I don't give the rest of this. Like I think it's why I settle on a Mister Cool for all of this is just because. Some of this is written in a clunky way that is both both realistic 
and unrealistic. Like the reality I, of the situation of like not being able to properly explain it immediately makes sense. Maybe it's more of an editing issue of the time frame of like, hey, in this last scene, I literally said if you were, I wouldn't talk to you if you were the last man on earth. And in the next scene, I'm going, actually, you know, Oppie's a pretty great guy. And I think I like him more than you, Zach. Like, you know what I mean? There's just some, like, there's some of those effects um, with some of the characters that is the only, like, stumbling block for me. Well, I feel like what what's happening here is we're starting to very quickly get into, like, they're, they're trying to make points, right? Yeah. So I think one of Oppie's deals, it's not just that he... He says that he killed his friend's what his mate's yes. wife. Uh, oh, I my mean, mate was trying to kill me. Why? Because I killed his wife. <laughs> but it's not he didn't kill his wife, right? He just denied her romantically, exactly. and she killed herself. Yes. None of us would call that killing your no. friend's wife. No, Somebody who's not. feeling very guilty over it might. Correct. That's why he's talking about it. Clearly, once he sees Joanne would get upset in a realistic situation, he would explain further. Go, hold on. <laughs> But a big not part that of kill, the, not that kill. <laughs> a big part of this movie, I think, is still what kind of character Oppie is in relation to Zach. And I think mm-hmm. kind of part of the point that they're making there is that he accepts full responsibility over everything and has not allowed guilt to rule his life and has not made poor decisions. You know, like Zach has tried to eschew responsibility where Oppie takes it on full force, right? Yeah. So I yeah. think there's like some. Uh, at the detriment of the dialogue, putting forward like these ideas that they're trying to get that okay, to, I right? can see that. Yeah, I can rather see than that. an editing issue. So they do eventually come back together and are like, "All right, we're going to help Zach with this plan." And it's that they need to blow up. You know, there's it's more sciency, but the point is that they need to blow up the <laughs> is, lab. Is that, it more sciency? They say some shit, you know, they make some up something, but uh, Zach needs to blow up the lab that causes yes. the, the event to happen, um, which he partially blew up earlier. Yes, but it needs to be more blown up. Yes. And so be because he partially blew it up, they can't just like walk in there and blow it up. They have mm-hmm. this plan to drive a semi full of explosives into it. Yes. They get there and there is, for some reason, no way to... Like no, what they want to do is they realize that there's no way to drive into it. Yes, there's radiation levels. Yeah, the radiation yeah. levels are too high. That's what it is. So they can't like drive the semi up to it and then explode it from a distance. Somebody's gonna have to drive it all the way in. Mm-hmm. And Oppie's like, you know, I'm gonna have to do it. I'm the only one who knows how to drive the truck. Zach like, goes, yeah. Zach goes off to say, and they do actually show it, which is great in just one little shot of an automated lawnmower he has that's remote controlled. And he's like, oh, I'll go get that device and put it onto the truck. As he's gone, Oppie is like, it, that fucking thing is not going to work. Well, on Oppie truck tells him it's not going to work. And Zach is like, we're going to make it work. Yeah. And Oppie and Joanne, while Zach is gone fetching the device, have sex. Correct. Uh, and it's partly because Oppie knows that that's not going to work. That Zach was just trying to be nice and buy him yeah, time. He's doing that. Oppie's he yeah. going to have to drive it in. Uh, but then right after they have sex, they notice that Zach did not actually leave. And he is now <laughs> driving the semi into the lab. Yes. Um, because I, I love this, right? Because he, like we know that Joanne has chosen Oppie over Zach mm-hmm. and Zach, instead of like allowing his, 
his like wanting of Joanne to to overcome everything and make it yeah. into a wicked man by the end decides to be like, you know what? They're going to be happier together without me. I can also figure out how to drive this truck in here. Like, this is all my fault. Like, I will I can finally, redeem myself. I can redeem myself. I will finally do this, you know? And they see him driving when it's, like, too late for them to stop him or anything. Yeah. But as he's coming up to the lab, the ground breaks apart it was underneath awesome. it because there's a bunch <laughs> of underneath tunnels and everything. So the, the semi falls down into the ground, and he's like, oh, fuck. And then it explodes <laughs> uh, right as the event is happening. Yeah. And Zach wakes up and he's on a beach. And what is, does he say anything at the end or does he just look out over the horizon? It, there's, it's just looking out over the horizon. And then it's a cut to his face at some at a, at a different point. But um, yeah. And then they yeah. just start rolling credits as we slowly see like a planet with a planetary ring around it yeah. rise in the distance and these really weird clouds that have that are like all the way like the it's cloud awesome. is flowing all the way down into the horizon yeah. and he's just staring out this strange alien world and then we see his face and he acts the fuck out of it i don't even remember what it was like i just remember being like yeah he's acting so hard oh my right god now. look just at that face. acting that's so much of it <laughs> it's so good yeah it's an it's honestly i love that ending and it's also just for cinematic things, if people are kind of lose the 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 thread of things, the beginnings and the end is exactly the same. There is, but it's in reverse. The um, there's a tunnel like there's like a black tunnel with red light in it, or like a red tunnel with black light in it, um, that goes through uh both at the beginning and at the end, and the movie ends both of its credits have the rising of a celestial body as their background so we have the sun presumably at the beginning and we have this ringed planet while zach is on this beach at the end it's a very nice little bookend i thought it was very good yeah it does leave us with <laughs> what people consider to be one of the greatest unsolved questions of this era which is like what the fuck actually happened at the end of the quiet earth because it is <laughs> they don't give you anything else <laughs> everything we've told you is everything you need to know to analyze this and it yeah. doesn't like there's a few ways it can go and i it's why i hold on to i think like some of the points i was talking about earlier about like guilt and responsibility and mm -hmm. taking that on um, the the dynamic between Oppie and Zach, I think, is incredibly important to what the point of the film is. Yeah, yeah. But then, as far as like what's physically happening, I've I think there's like two major branches, right? One is the completely physical, scientific one, which is the event exists exactly as Zach described, and at the end, the the event does. If you're dead, or it happened again. Like to if him. you if yeah. you've just died when the Correct. event is happening then you get brought back to life. Correct. And he gets brought back somewhere else. Because they, they, there's also yes. mentions that the, the event might do like a lot more physics stuff changes than just killing everybody. Correct. Now, he might be on Earth, which is now located next to... There, there's nothing confirming that that's Saturn. It looks like our Saturn, but there, there's no way to know for sure. Yeah, formally, of course. Uh, so it might, he might be on Earth that is now located along with, with whatever planet that mm -hmm. is different part of the galaxy you know they're arranged differently there's different like cumulus 
systems were at play, you know, so sure. the clouds look all weird. Uh, or he's on a different planet, in which case it's definitely not Saturn. And you know, assuming that things did not rearrange, it can't, yeah, just logistically, it there's no, we don't have any other planet that has a beach that <laughs> overlooks Saturn that close. Right? So he's on a, in a like, completely different, different galaxy, galaxy, looking yeah. out over a different planet. Um, that's kind of like the more scientific, reasonable way to look at it. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the one where it's all like one giant metaphor type situation where it is that because there is a lot of christian imagery and discussions throughout yeah the they film. blow up a jesus on the cross at one point with a shotgun in a fucking by the way that's an awesome the where is god scene is another one of my favorites in the fucking film yeah there's just a lot of good parts him him just going come out or i'll blow up the kid is like so fucking for me as a fucking recovering catholic is very funny and satisfying <laughs> to see like uh, calling calling Jesus the kid and threatening and then doing stigmata to him again like literally does yeah. two two wrists the shot in the ankles and the shot in the stomach which is where the spear stabbed him I'm like, oh, damn, you just you did the highlights on him again. You ran it back. You <laughs> And I believe at some point Zach explains that he's an atheist and Oppie is a, I don't, a believer in something. I don't remember what they yeah, said. Yeah, the place they're at, I don't remember if it's a temple or not. Oppie says it's his place, so it might just be his home with just Maori um, just, symbols. It, yeah, it looks it. like there's like, Maori imagery around Imagery, there, thank so you. Like, That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Um, I it it's at least implied that he has like a greater spiritual connection to something. Yes, yeah, for Zach sure. does not. So Zach the, becomes uh, God. So you know that's cool. Yeah. The other thing that that people put <laughs> forward is that Zach, when he kills himself at the beginning of the movie, he's actually dead, and this is hell. Like the whole movie. Oh. <laughs> um, which the only reason I kind of like that is because then his self sacrifice makes more sense because then he's like in purgatory, basically. Okay. Like, he's, like, moving up. He's, like, going through the old uh, Divine Comedy, like Dante's Inferno. Yeah. Rise up through the ranks. Like, keep proving yourself over and over again until you're, like, out of everything. But I don't know. It also is kind of like he's in hell the whole time because he's doomed to repeat this over and over again, right? Like The cycle of it, yeah. Doesn't matter that he he did good at the end of the last hell. He's got to reset now. No people. He's got to go looking for them again. Uh, less answers. He's got to reset back to zero knowledge because now it's a different planet or whatever. Um, I don't like how dismal like that view of it is that he's like caught in that eternal. I like yeah. the messaging. I like a lot of the messaging of the movie that of what it puts out to us cinematically. The ending is a little confusing, but everything up yeah. to there, I'm like very on board with. And I have to think that that ending in some way still melds with what they've been saying the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know why he's so cursed if they clearly <laughs> made him doing the right thing at the end of the movie, you know? Uh, yeah. I... Unless it's really going hard on that point of like, yeah, sorry, Zach was still a guilty it's... white man and Poppy's <laughs> still the good guy and Zach is going to have to suffer a little bit longer before. But there, yeah, I, if you're going with, pure metaphor then that's because in the pure science version he will still die even if it's a yeah he's on a different planet he'll have to suffer a little bit longer but he'll still die and be released from it and be yeah and they're gone whatever like spiritual situation yeah they're and and they've they've been annihilated yeah exactly they've been uh 
swept away by the effect. Um, and he's... so that's the interesting thing about that is I don't know. It gets fucked up yeah, because the strange. reason, like his reason for being in on the Quiet Earth. Which I think he he says the Quiet Earth at some point, and it's such a fucking sick uh, line. It's that's it's in that speech. It's I've been gagged by the vomit of my own corruption. Is it not fitting then that I be president of this quiet this earth? quiet earth? <laughs> he I... says though that's fully for me. If I ever start developing a New Zealand like voice accent, Earth is like uh... one of the easiest fucking <laughs> lines to fucking get into that because holy shit he says it perfectly <laughs> yeah it's fucking so sick yeah. but what what i mean like, it's confusing to me that he the reason that he's on the quiet earth is because he committed suicide like he both mm-hmm. committed suicide and he was responsible for it like it's the like yeah uh narratively it's perfect that he's still alive and suffering yes absolutely into, this into is exactly the main that. movie right but then ending up Wherever he does at the end, after having done the right thing and having repeatedly done the right thing, because he, like, the way that the movie plays it, he knows that Oppie and Joanne are going to have sex as soon as, like, <laughs> as soon as he leaves. And he, like, goes, and he's like, you guys have sex, I'm going to go, and I'm yeah. going to take care of this. You know, this is my fault. You guys deserve to be happy. Like, he really, mm-hmm. like, he doesn't say that, but the movie, I think, very clearly puts forward that as his intention. Yes, yeah. Uh, so then the fact that he's immediately repunished back in the same way, I'm like, what, what did he, what did happen this, like now that's the narrative the strange... is like harder to, 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 to deal with. So that's the strange part of it is if it's, it's a weird thing. I think if you dig into it sciency a bit, the fact that the thing, the celestial body that's rising up to meet him here, isn't the sun. Mm-hmm. might also be a thing of cuz cuz the idea of it is that the sun was having was sending out uh, was like pulsating or something yeah and that the grid was aligning with that or causing disruptions of that they were trying to use like a bunch of energy for so something so if the, you know? but just the idea of if the grid is gone and he's not where the sun is presumably that means the effect is over and whether he's alone on this planet or whether he's on an alien, you know, whether he's there's people here or, you know, I, species I or believe, whatever. I was under the, the impression the, there was a, a galactic event, though. Like, it was, like, full universe I don't, yeah. crossing event. Like, I think that was part of, like, the dismay is, like, where we literally ruined the whole universe. The weird – that's that's the weird part of it is I don't know if I – like, I can, I can see that as the accepted sort of thing. I don't know if – I believe the movie in saying that it was the sun. I have to like watch that. I have to watch his like sciency discussion again to see how he, he frames says a it. Bunch of stuff. And if it's... it's just the sun, then theoretically that could just be a solar system issue. So if he's away he from our solar system, yeah. Something that he keeps finding out is that fit the physics of the world are slightly yeah. different now, and not just in a the the earth is in a different position it's like reality physics are slightly off yeah yeah Yeah. so i i believe that the next event further just kind of jumbled everything and that's why he's like on a weird planet that maybe didn't exist before maybe he's in a different location oh if it's yeah that'd be maybe it is just the earth now next to saturn 
and it's yeah, they just, just like move Earth the bodies around differently yeah. now because the physics have gotten even more out of sync. Oh, I don't uh, yeah, see. I, I'm like, why do this? Like, what's the point of him? Be, like, everything else had a point. It would, I think every, that's why it so I'm well. Everything else had a point. I think that's why I'm trying to take away a more optimistic. Like, I'm trying to find yeah, and so what, attribute the, yeah, what more do you concretely. Think is the optimistic view on this ending. Ah. Uh, that's what I'm looking for. That's a I good point. Because, like... like, the way... I mean, like, he... The the reaction he gives is is, is a very multifaceted sort of... Um, very complex. Uh, ...reaction that he gives. Which, to be fair to that in terms of acting and in terms of film and editing itself... Um, like, or filmmaking itself... There's a very famous thing. I believe it's the Kuleshov effect. Um of the association of one image with the other and expressing meaning through the interconnection of those two. There's a famous thing of the greatest Russian actor. Um, they had a shot of him looking down, you know, looking solemnly, whatever. Right. And they would put that shot and like a baby laughing or that shot and a kid being hungry or that shot. And like, a desecrated battlefield and people would be like, Oh my God, it's, he's such a multifaceted actor. Yeah. It was the same shot of him. Oh, you know, intercut with different things yeah. to evoke different emotions. So I think for us, that does give us the latitude to put our own uh, feelings on him standing on a beach and then him reacting to, the celestial body rising on the horizon. You know what I mean? Like quick over the whole credits, which is very quick silent, right? Almost like it's a matte painting. Um, but the, well, so (laughs) I did a little bit of reading on it and I believe everybody who would have known the answer took it to their graves or has not spoken up yet. So there is no, I know it's like one of those things where the only things that they've said on it is that they wanted people to not know. You know, yeah. What what the true Which, answer is? Yeah. Uh, so I, get, I lean, but yeah. I like it when there is a reason. I really don't would not like for it to just be like we did something really crazy and we have him looking out it out at it complicated so that you can put whatever you want on it, but there's no like answer. There's no formal answer. There's like no, there's no. I, it's just I. I would like for there to be some <laughs> idea of like what I need there... the the. the <laughs> The narrative conclusion to his character arc to make sense. And I just yeah. need to find one route that makes sense to me. If there's no route that if makes you can sense, find, yeah. I'm not happy. You know? I think you can find one from this. Um, what you did say made me laugh, though. Stephen Colbert interviewed John Carpenter recently and was like... He was like, don't tell me, but um, is there an answer to who is the thing at the end of the thing? Is it McCready mm. or is it um fucking the other guy? I forget his fucking name. Um, but and and John Carpenter was like, "Yes, there is an answer." And if you send me a check, <laughs> I will like light, you know made a joke out of it of like, "If you fucking pay me, I'll tell you." But otherwise, I'm not yeah. saying. But saying yes to it was like I get that feeling of like, okay, someone knows for a fact what's going on in here. Even if they won't tell me, I at least I can live with the knowledge that 
someone knows the real answer, so I can pretend but that my answer is right. They said that there was Correct. a real answer, so I That's don't know. I like there's. I prefer That's when really it's something tough. like um, Inception. At the end of it, the whether it's a dream or not a dream, right? That's flip of a coin. Two options. Yes. Lots of evidence that can have you have a very fruitful discussion either way. You don't know, but you can tell like very easy to imagine that they have a choice. They've left plenty of clues for us one way or the other. Yeah. Which side you land on. In I terms love, of being a that. plot finder, like, yeah. again, I'll, I'll say this emotionally, and I think it works better with Inception because the um, that story that that ending even if it is ambiguous no matter what the emotional truth of that and the character right. arc of that is over definitively in the movie yeah. Hobbs is or Cobb is back with his family and is happy even if it's even if he's living in the dream yeah. forever he is happy and satisfied and fulfilled yeah so that, this, that was a perfect ambiguous ending because you can go Oh my God! Is he in the dream or is he in real life happy with his kids? And it's like that's a fun thing to play with, but you don't need to play with it to get the catharsis of yeah. the thing. And this one, you need to figure it out to get. You got to get something in there. To make sure. And I don't know. And I'm, I'm gonna if lean. I can, if I can crack it, I think it's a ghost skull alien for me. If I'm yes, I but I don't like having a whole movie's rating. Hang contingent on, on one yeah. scene like that you know i yeah i really like the rest of it especially like the, the more like talking about it today has really been like yeah i actually fucking love this movie i was gonna say i i i i'll put it this way i think i'm gonna stay at a mr cool which is still a full recommend um if you if somebody went up to a ghost skull alien i would never or i would never be like Psh, that's ridiculous yeah. or like show me your evidence i'd be like no be i can see what you're talking taste, about yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. The, Great fucking man. This is like I now see a weird bit of it might be Ghost Skull Alien because I want to go tell people to watch this. That's a big that's so that they Skull can is, talk yeah. about it. You know what or I mean? I can talk to them about it. You know? <laughs> uh, Hear that, filmmakers? Be vague. Don't know. That's don't. not what that means. Be clear. It's the whole movie leading up to it has all have to mean something. Have 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 the vague actual shots and then right before the credits roll have a bar of text that just explains writ large just explains the ending completely so that you can choose to edit that out if you ever want to <laughs> yeah I, one of the interesting things is like the first portion of this movie where he's alone and having fun and stuff that's probably the most entertaining part of it yes but it's the least meaningful like he has some sick monologues in it but uh. just watching him like deal with his bout of madness and stuff like that. It's just like, yes, it's very important to his character, but it's not, is not so charged with all of this, uh, I don't know, meaning that the rest of the movie has, right? Like between the character dynamics and like the point that they're making. I get that. I don't know if I would necessarily agree because I think it has its own, it's weird because the movie goes from man versus self to, man versus nature slash man versus you know what I mean? like it moves through those conflicts man versus self to man versus man to man versus nature exactly yeah like it literally moves through all of those um i think they all do have their own meaning um zach is literally fighting with 
Joanne and Oppie being like, you guys are still trying to do man versus yeah. self, man versus man, and I'm trying to do man versus nature. Like, we moved on. <laughs> I, did you not see the first 30 minutes of this movie? I was doing man versus... I'm done with that. I just... You guys are still kind of grappling with some things. Um... Yeah, so I, I, yeah, I like all of this movie. Damn, it's a good movie. This is a good podcast. We should. Do- <laughs> <laughs> Why am I saying we should do shitty movies? I we're wrong. We should do good movies the whole time. I will. That's the thing is like, what we I we might have, especially being on Tubi. You know, yeah. what's more of their older movies. Yeah, go back in the archives. Well, if you become an that's old, where the real gems. I was just saying, you know? if you become an old moviegoer, I'm gonna lose my mind because you're normally like, I hate these. Old I don't hate them. I just like when a new movie's crap. It's so much easier to get through than when an old movie's crap. True, they make you sit there. But goddamn, when an old movie's good, shit for the most part blows our new movies yes. out of the water. You know, like, with some obvious exceptions, but it's. Yeah, I, I still to this day one of my favorite movies is Casablanca, dude. Okay, then you're good. You're good in my I, book. <laughs> yeah, not Citizen Kane though. Citizen Fair. Kane suck a egg. Dude. What about that bird though? What about that That's scene the where cockatoo? That... That's my yeah, favorite part. Cockatoo goes bah! as you're yeah. clearly falling and asleep. In my the film. main point of evidence <laughs> that that movie is so fucking boring that they literally <laughs> on purpose had to put a cockatoo <laughs> jump scaring you halfway. They have through to put an to alarm clock away. in the movie because that's it's just crazy. Orson Welles. We would never get away with that now. <laughs> so yeah, I. I <laughs> it's uh. Uh, and that's the thing. the The highs are highs, but the lows are lows low. can be low. <laughs> that's all. Way down low, <laughs> and that's not always a risk I'm willing to take. You know. Correct. Anyways. Yeah. Next week's movie. I don't got anything for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna check out Tubi. I'm gonna be okay. on Tubi for a little while. Is Shutter still yes. on our Shutter's allowed old. list of even though it's paid for? If it's... you pay. Per year, Shutter's like four dollars a month. Oh yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, if they start raising their prices to Netflix shit, we can re- rediscuss. But given that we are a horror streaming podcast, it makes sense that we should probably would have, have that Shutter. One. And yeah, that one's like highly, like I mean, they just they get so much indie shit too, and they just like kind exactly of let whoever on there and like the people a lot of foreign language stuff, very which is great about yeah 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 it's. The, the fact that they're passionate about horror and they really cover a wide variety of it and you get to see some crazy stuff on there um, and their support of like the Shutter originals I think it's it's worth worth keeping that one around but absolutely everything else I'm not going to tell you how I'm going to watch it but it ain't going to be through the streaming services anyway <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you where it's available that's not guaranteeing that we uh, made ourselves available the site, to the site will still be up yeah. I, oh, yeah, always. Listen, I yeah. use that every day of my life. <laughs> yeah, just to, in case you only have a, what, I, what I'll need to add is, like, a way to filter movies by, like, I just want to see what's on Netflix right now. Yeah. Or, like, or this selection of services, because these are the ones I got. I need to look at just these. Yeah. Something like that eventually will get added, but don't expect to look at Don't, that. yeah, come on, guys. What are you expecting? I'll something get around from us? though when I get around. Though. We skip. We we went. Hey, we're gonna skip a week. And we went. You know what? We're gonna skip another one. <laughs> I can't even tell you what movies next week. I, <laughs> I made the damn website. We're in there. such control of our. <laughs> this is good. Uh, this is good. I want to thank Eyes of Astoria for a wonderful theme song, Dead Walk. You can catch I. Uh, you can catch John from Eyes of Astoria on various episodes by going to the Bloody Stream. Not 
Pod.com. Speaking of pod people, there's other people. Absolutely. Go click on all of them. And while you're around on this service, go ahead and leave us a like or a five-star review. Let people know that you like the show because we need to be validated. And we're also <laughs> free. And our prices it's are free. not going like, up, ever. It's free and they're never going up. Because even if we develop like a Patreon or something, that's going to be more. It's just going to be like, hey, there's additional content behind that paywall, but this will always be there. Find us on social medias at Bloody Stream Pod, and we will talk to you. Same bloody time, same bloody channel.